Ladies and gentlemen and everybody in between, welcome to episode 40 of O Oscar podcast. I'm so excited that today I have a longtime comedy friend, absolutely hysterical, probably one of the kindest hearted people in the scene. You've seen her on Cash Cab. She performs all around the city. She was a big part of the New York Comedy Festival. Please. Give a warm welcome to the ever so lovelies, Christiana Jackson. Hello, Oscar. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I'm so excited to be here. I just want everyone to know that I have been trying to get Christiana on this podcast for, I think, a year. (laughs) A year. It's been a minute. And she is so busy. Word. You are. It's comedy and then it's also, you know, all the stuff. Dick. Well, yes, dick-wise, I have been very busy, yeah. but I prioritize. I do get a lot of dick. Um, don't don't let the sweatpants fool you. I get a lot of dick, and um, <laughs> uh, but I love that because you're like, How, don't let the sweatpants fool you. Oh yeah, yeah, no. I know some people look at me like this bitch. That's part of the reason why I talk about getting so much dicks. So I'm like, nobody would think that I live the life that I do, but I am who I am in sweats. That's how that's how that's how tight my game is. That's but why I love you. I prioritize comedy over dick. So I would never be like, oh, I'm getting some dick, Oscar. I can't do your podcast. I'd be like, I'm doing a podcast, sir. I can meet you afterwards. I would prioritize. You know that. what? That's smart. Yeah. That's smart multitasking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. to get banged out before and after shows, or <laughs> if possible. I mean, it definitely makes you a lot more chill on stage. Yes. It, it takes the edge off. A good nut takes the edge off. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then yeah. also, or, or when you know you're getting it afterwards, you're like, I don't care how this set goes. <laughs> I mean, like, you care, but you're like, I, I got to go get some dick. Yeah. You're like, I don't care. If these 40 people don't laugh at me, I'm about to get one really good dick. Exactly. As it should. Uh, Okay, so we're going to start out by doing a little bit of a get to know Christiana. So why don't you give us two truths and a lie? Okay, great, great. Okay, Um, first thing, I was born with 12 fingers. Second thing, I'm a native New Yorker. Third thing, I've never had a threesome. Okay. Now, obviously, everyone who's listening, um, we're all probably just going to go automatically to the 12 fingers. And that's a lie. But is it? No, it runs in my family. You were born? I was born with 12 fingers. They they took them off. See, look, they're the stubs. Look at that. Are you serious? Yeah, it runs in my family. Every second child has 12 fingers. So when I was born, my the doctor came in. And they were like, okay, I'm the second child. I'm the, and so my the doctor came in. And they were like, okay, Miss Jackson, everything's fine with, well, Mrs. Jackson. Everything's fine with your baby. The only thing is my mom's like, oh, yeah, I know. She was born with 12 fingers. It's fine. Just get rid of them. Were they actual fingers or were they nubs? No, it was a finger. It looked just like a pinky, but there's no bone in it. So it just hung there. But it had a nail and everything. It runs my family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So you, wow. Yeah. You were born with 12 fingers. It's a dominant trait, actually. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. All right. So then the lie must be uh, you're a native New Yorker. That is the lie. Really? Yeah. I'm from uh, rural New Jersey. Okay. No, no, Oscar. No. All right. No, no. I am not from like, I'm not from like Newark. I'm from rural, 
Like there were farms before there were malls, New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm from a very, very rural podunk. Um, I had teachers that chewed tobacco when they taught class. Like blue collar, white. I don't like saying white, whatever it is. That's what they, listen, that's what, uh, it is what it is. Uh, White people on food stamps. um, Part of working class, high college, high, high school dropout, high teen pregnancy part of New Jersey. I am not from any place near New York. It was a very traumatic experience. How long does it take you to get home? Oh, I don't go there anymore. You don't? The last time I tried to go to my town, they would not let me in the high school. That is how racist my town is. Are you serious? Yes, it is not New York, Oscar. I grew up in a very, very, very openly racist town. Uh, like swastikas, rebel flags, people calling this you the N word. This is New Jersey. Yes, New Jersey is actually very high in supremacist activity. And my part of New Jersey is very rural, and it's very close to Pennsylvania, so we get all the runoff from that as well. And you know, it's like what's out there? The factories are closed, so they blame all the blacks and Mexicans. We didn't own them, motherfuckers. We didn't own those fucking. <laughs> I don't know how it's our fault. <laughs> I don't know I, how it's all fucked. Last There's time like, I checked, you were not on any of the deeds. Uh, no, also there was like, what, like five black families? So like, how did we close the factories? Anyway, um, but I'm from a very hostile, intolerant part of New Jersey. Jeez. And it was awful living there. It was very, very traumatic. And the last time I went was 2011. I just wanted to visit some teachers they would not let me in the high school, and they cited 9-11. I was like, motherfucker, people in New Jersey don't know where this town is. You think Al-Qaeda is sitting in the desert like we're going to get P-Berg, Phillipsburg, New Jersey? <laughs> no. I was like, okay, but no. I knew exactly what was happening. I knew exactly. As soon as I got there, and then there was security, and they were like, I started getting that resistance. I knew exactly what was happening. And all of the peace, I grew up very angry. Very, very angry. And yeah. all of the peace that I was able to make with my town from a distance, understanding how they fit into the spectrum of America, and and you know, you know, they're used by the right. They're pawns. They use their right. votes. They sell them a, the, this American dream, and you know that's being robbed from them. Whatever, whatever. Right. All of that peace went away, and the anger. She, I felt it from my feet, and it shot through my body. I swear to God, Oscar. I left the high school. I was supposed to be, have lunch with a friend, and I told him like, I gotta get on the bus, go back to New York. I thought I was gonna fucking burn a building down that's how pissed i was all of it came right back jeez yeah yeah yeah. it was uh it was intense i am very sorry to hear that oh i mean it but but on the flip side and the silver lining you're here oh no of course and we love you oh thank you i'll show you when we're done i'll show you pictures of people from my town they look they haven't had a fresh vegetable in like 25 years like (laughs) Or even a canned one. I mean, people look... I, I mean, mean, let's be honest. There's some people that I've seen walking around Nordstrom Rack on 14th Street where I'm like, sweetheart, when was the last time you had a piece of broccoli? <coughs> They're probably visiting from my town. Yeah. Well, that is absolutely fascinating about your two truths and a lie. Did I not mention I was black? <laughs> <laughs> they might be like, what's the problem with her being... I this? don't know. Did you want me to... St- Start off the podcast. No, no, that, I'm Christiana? thinking to myself. I probably should have mentioned, like, oh yeah, oh I did say I was black. Did yeah, I? Yes. They I might think. be like, what's the problem with her being in a racist town? She sounds like she'd be fine. <laughs> oh God. 
I'm doing some new segments in my podcast because I'm trying to branch out a little bit, get a little bit more where I can have a variety of guests that just isn't like focused on one thing. Yes. So I'm doing a little bit of a branching out and I really appreciate it. And I love you so much. And I know you're going to be, you know, you're a great podcast guest as well as a comedian. So I'm excited. By the way, for our listeners, um, I got some fabulous tumblers i will post a picture of them to my instagram page at it's oscar aiden and they came in the mail i'm so excited gorgeous they're Mm. gorgeous i love it they are magenta and gold by the way magenta voted pantone's color of the year oh wow yeah that's a good color though it is a good color magenta's solid that's like a you're never like oh what the hell you're like yeah let's no, have a, it's good, a time. good time i gave you water i have iced coffee as i should oh i appreciate it yeah i love the water i'm you're a big welcome. water fan you're welcome um also you i wouldn't want to you know get the coffee shits in your apartment that'd be very rude <laughs> Did you got ibs girl i don't have ibs but sometimes certain coffee hits certain ways yeah i have ibs that's okay this is a PSA to everybody who has IBS. I hear you. I see you. I, too, think that they need to cast people with IBS in actual IBS commercials. <laughs> How do you know they don't have IBS? Trust me. People who have people who have IBS do not pat their tummies really lightly <laughs> and then run through a field of daisies. <laughs> they don't do that. Wait, can They I are ask? like cockeyed clenching their like sphincters running to the bathroom that's a real ibs commercial okay yeah yeah that's yeah that annoys me does it okay can i just ask you does it affect your sex life nah usually my ibs hits in the morning oh then perfect yeah okay yeah i just know as i i feel like as i've got i think we're around the same age but as i've gotten older we're both 35 35 (laughs) yeah okay great um as i've gotten older sometimes you know, it's it's uh, well, okay. Anyway, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say sometimes, sometimes you get a little gassy during sex. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why about... I was wondering because that's just gas. Let me tell you something. I am so glad that my boyfriend is a very sound sleeper because <laughs> through the night it sounds like a seven forty seven at times <laughs> where I. And he'll wake up and be like, what was that? And I'll be like, it's the subway. (laughs) Moving on, a new segment of Oh Oscar called Go Go Gadget. Oh. Because I am a gay on a budget. So we're going to call it a Go Go Gadget. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Do you like it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. It is the holidays. So Go Go Gadget, deal of the week is U.S. Magazine has a glow set from Mario Badescu, which includes a lip balm facial spray, cocoa body wash, and cocoa body butter for $15 on Nordstrom.com. $15? I love Mario Badescu. Not everything I use, but I do use his facial sprays, and they are wonderful. I love a good Mario Badescu. But since I am a gadget, uh, I will tell all my listeners, you can find Mario Badescu at really good discounted prices Mm. at Nordstrom Rack. Oh, nice. You do have great skin, Oscar. Do you want to know something? Yeah. Here's the tip to having great skin. Don't wash your face with anything. 
Ah. Really? Nope. Don't wash your face. That's... You don't wash your face at all? I use maybe a little bit of water to rinse my face off and that's it. Interesting. My, I, my skin's too oily. I don't wash my face. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very oily. I get very oily. I don't wash my face. Wow. I, my theory is now I will probably get severe backlash. <laughs> However, my theory is the more you put on your face, the more you have to put on it to take that stuff off. That's true. So I'm not going to. Like I'm not going to put a cleanser and all that stuff because I don't want my skin to dry out. Oh. That's me. I don't – I noticed that when I used that stuff in the past, my skin would get really dry and cracky. Oh. So I don't use that. And another little tip from me. Now, I don't know if you guys want to try this, but I love a good Olay – Basic Moisturizer, SPF 15. You can get it at Harmon or Bed Bath & Beyond. It's like $12.99 at Dwayne Reed, Walgreens, whatever. And then I take that, put it in a different container, a pump, add a little bit of olive oil. Ooh. Yeah. I think that's the real... I think that might be it as well. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Virgin, extra virgin, cold-pressed olive oil. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that might be the thing. That's my beauty secret. Ooh. Well, there you go. I want everyone to know on this podcast that Christiana is probably one of the best cooks. Oh, thank you. I don't understand how you don't have... I don't understand how you have not been married up. Oh, oh, I me neither, Oscar. But as a bitch who does cook as good as I do... And then you go on social media, you see all these people all booed up. You're like, you know this bitch can't fucking cook? And it's one thing if you're hot. Like Betty Betty Draper, right, from Mad Men. Don Draper would come home to a ham sandwich. And I was like, only a hot woman can get away with that shit. <laughs> bitch, cook your man a hot meal. Like, what the fuck? I do love a ham sandwich, though. But for dinner, after you had a hard day of drinking I know. at work I know. and stressed out, <laughs> bitch, you have, a, you have a nanny. Like... <laughs> But she was beautiful. So I'm yeah. like, all right. I'm like, Betty Draper, you can make... If you're if you're beautiful, yes, you can get away with serving your man a hot uh, fucking cold, you know, can of tuna or whatever. But you got basic looking bitches with no cooking skills that have husbands. How yeah. does that make sense? Yeah. And that don't suck dick either. Right. There's a lot of things that I'm like, it is insane. But you know what? I blame feminism and society because now I'm at a point now where like men, they see me as as uh, not unattainable, but they it's too many components to put together. Yeah. And then they feel very threatened by it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. Uh, so she can, or they just want to take advantage of it. They're like, oh, this bitch can cook and she likes sucking dick and she pays her own bills and she's a global traveler and she's funny. It's like, there's a lot of things for a man to put together. And it's like, nah, I'll just take some Stouffer's stuffing and get my dick sucked twice a year. <laughs> That's it's uncomplicated. I don't have to figure anything out. I'm not challenged. I don't have to level up. You know. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Christiana. I do have a lot of, I do have a lot of um, thoughts and opinions because I am a hoe when I'm single. High when five. I'm single. When I'm single, I'm a hoe. I yeah. love, I want to have a good time. Exactly. Life is... Be a hoe. Is, when you're single, 
be a enjoy your, enjoy it. You have to enjoy your life. You have to enjoy your body. You have to enjoy someone else's body, and also get your skill sets up. Hello, how are you going to be good at sex when you barely have it? <laughs> it's just going to happen. No, you got to you got to get your reps in, right? But anyway, girl, I get, if that ain't that motherfucking true, if you haven't been fucking, I don't want to have sex with you because you're not going to be good at it, or you're not. We don't have the same type of drive. If you're just like, oh, I can go months. You're going to have sex with me, and then you're going to hit me up three months later and expect some more pussy. Motherfucker, I don't know who you are. I have deleted your phone number. Sometimes I think you're a gay man trapped in a woman's body. Let me tell you something. My phone thinks I am a gay man. I get gay ads. And because I grew up with such an... Like, my my parents were artists, so I always grew up with gay people in my life, right? And so when I started getting ads with gay people, I just thought... Oh, this is so nice. It's becoming more inclusive. And then I'm like, no, those ads are for you, bitch. They think you're, they think the ad is for you. You're the target audience. I get so many gay ads. And then one day I was like, oh, they think you're a gay man. That's why you're getting gay ads for Hinge. That is a good segue into our next segment of oh Oscar, which I'm going to be changing up a, a few things. And one of the things that I'm changing is we're actually going to be talking to people about Dick's Appointed, where yes. my uh, where my guests get to reveal some wild, crazy, and embarrassing sex stories. And then also we're going to be talking about when you first realized your sexual identity. Yes. So, Christiana. Yes. Would you like to share some Dick's Appointed stories oh my gosh yeah i have lord knows i know you have some there's a lot of them yeah one of the stories that stands out the most from this year which is a bit of a flex was when i I went to a nude beach in mexico and i pulled a dude um which was uh, it felt like a it's a bit of a flex what do you mean pulled a dude i I got a dude from the beach from the nude beach oh i'm like from part of me every once in a while i go i can't believe i don't talk about this all the time so basically, I was in Mexico City, and then there, then I was like, okay, let me go to the beach. Went to the there's a beach there's a there's one legal nude beach in Mexico in, in the state of Oaxaca, right? I was like, I'm gonna go there. I saw those pictures. It's so it looked like an amazing trip. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah, it was really really nice. It was good. Yeah, travel helps me gain perspective on life. Yeah, um, and get a lot of dick. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, let me. T- let me tell you, my okay, my international wait, finish the roster. Other, wait, finish okay, the, I will, I will, yeah. but I just have to say, my my life in New York, yes, but then when you go to my WhatsApp, Oscar, my international roster is real. Like when I take a nude, I send it out to multiple countries of men. <laughs> There's a whole network of dicks that I am maintaining for when I travel back to that country or if they come to New York. My my game is so fucking real, Oscar. So anyway. I <laughs> I love you. I just I want you, you to know Oscar. that. I, and you know what? I love that you are supportive of my life. Oh, Lord God, knows yeah. so many comics are fucking haters. Girl, get that shit. So I went, so I, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to the nude beach because I've never been to a nude beach and that's like totally my vibe. But then also I was like, it's going to be a sexy vibe. But also there was a dude who lived there that I hooked up with in 2020 and a different beach, but he moved to that beach. And I was like, cool. I already got dick in the bag. It's already, I already got at least one dick waiting for me. So anyway, so I get to the nude beach. First day I was just tired. Second day I went to go have breakfast where the, the guy 
who I was supposed to fuck, he's a chef. He was like, oh, go to this place for breakfast. And then I was like, hey, uh, I said to the waiter, I'm like, hey, can I like sit on one of the, you know, they have like beds and shit. And I was like, can I sit on one of the beds? He's like, we only have one next to that man. And I was like, I want to sit next to a goddamn man. And then I was like, you dumb bitch. Look at the man. What if he's hot? I was like, look, see see what it looks like. He's already naked. So then I looked and I was like, no, I'll go, I'll go fucking lay next to that man. Why not? So then I went over there. He had lots of tattoos. He was already naked. Already naked. Yeah. He had lots of tattoos, uh, which I like. I have tattoos myself. And so I was like, oh, look at this. That one. Wow, he's from Chile. Whatever, whatever. We talked. I think about a nude. Have you been to a nude beach before? Yes. I'm sure a gay nude beach is so much more fun. I hated it. Really? I do not like gay nude beaches. Why? I'm very body self-conscious. Oh, yeah, no, because so I don't oh, like it's I'm so in a harsh. I know. I'm in a swimsuit. I do not like oh, nope, yeah, no. I'm good. I can understand that. I'm good. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not bad down there, but like No, I yeah, no. That's that is a different mm-mm. vibe. Nope, I'm good. That's I'm a good. different I'm vibe. already I'm already self-conscious about my body. The last thing I want to do is be extra self-conscious because yeah. I'm now nude. No, no, that makes at a, sense. At a nude gay beach. That makes sense. I didn't. I just thought about like gay nude beach. Same thing. At a gay nude beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I thought the beach was gonna have a sexier vibe, but it was a lot of just like white couples reading books, <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck, like. A lot of Todds and Ann's just reading a book. But um, I just I was, I was like, it's gonna be like fucking hot. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe this was a weekday. But so so that's the thing. Like, but since there wasn't an inherently sexual vibe, I was like, I gotta play my cards right because he might not want to fuck me, right. right? So even like I like waited. He was already naked, naked. But I didn't want to be like, hey, my tits are out. Which not a lot of titties on the beach. A lot of women who pilated their tits off. So I came in with my big black titties and I was like, I'm here single trying to get some dick. Like I was in a whole different vibe, mode, body. This Everything was just different. The other black women on the beach disappointed me. None of them went topless or naked. I was like, ladies, let's go. Some of them had cover-ups on over. This is it. Why are you on the nude beach? Get the fuck off. There's other beaches for you. And I'm sure they were calling me a whore. I'm sure they were like, look at that black whore over there. She needs to find Jesus. Why are you on a nude beach? Okay, anyway, so... We're talking. He goes to the water. I was like, all right, I'll take off my top now. Also for the surprise. Come back. Black titties. What's up? Big black titties. What's up? Okay. Anyway. So then we were talking and he was like, oh, yeah, later there's some kind of party. We should go. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then he was basically, he wasn't like in that town. He was like passing through. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to stay here or go stay like back in the town where I was, whatever. So then he left. We were talking on WhatsApp. And then he came back. And then we were talking WhatsApp. And he was like, hey, do you want to hang out in your hotel? And I was like, yeah, but what do you want to do? Because, you know, the vibe wasn't inherently sexual. Right. And he was like, oh, I'm open-minded. I was like, all right, cool. But what do you want to do? And then he was like, you know, whatever. And I was like, all right, we're not in New York. It's going to be a toxic fuckboy and be like, bitch, I'm trying to get my face in those titties. But that's the vibe that I do like. But I was like, right. all right. He's trying to be respectful. He's mm-hmm. not from New York. He was in Aries too, actually. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, he's a fire sign. He's going to be down for a good time. So we went back to, we met at my hotel and then uh, we both took separate showers. And then he brought some mezcal and then like limes. And we made these little drinks. We went up to the rooftop pool, put the drinks down, got in the pool. As soon as we got in the pool, he started sucking my tit, I think. He like went in. I was like, oh, 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 wow. And then I was like, oh, I thought that I wasn't sure if you wanted to do anything. And he's like, what do you think now? And I was like, I think my tit's in your mouth, Poppy. Let's go. 
Anyway, so then we're making out in the pool, sucking on my tits. It's fucking hot, but it's still daytime out. And then I don't know where the cameras are, and it's open pool. Like anybody can come up. And I knew that the owner was like just like a half a half a floor down so like before i mean he basically had his dick out but i was like let's like go downstairs to my room to have sex let's not i want a good airbnb review you know what i'm saying i, right. I always i have a capricorn moon so i'm always thinking and planning i was like we need a good room you can't let it be known on airbnb i'm gonna fucking all these fucking apartments they don't need to know that <laughs> i just have good reviews she left it clean she was very polite very professional none of them no that whatever yeah so we went back to the room uh we fucked it was very fast. It was it was it was an Aries, so you know it's very fast and wild, but it was still good. Uh, the cum, cum shot right up to my face, which she was like, "Are you gonna make a joke about this?" And I was like, "No, this stuff happens all the time." Then we had sex again, and then this is where the disappointed part comes in. I was like, "Oh, so you probably like run around just like you know dick out, do this shit all the time?" He's like, "No, actually, I haven't had sex in six months because my ex girlfriend had a miscarriage." She left me and she stole all my money. <laughs> I was like, this is not part of the fucking sexy beach vibe fantasy. Sir, I didn't even know any of that. Men tell me a lot of shit after they nut, man. <laughs> they tell me. They tell me some real, sometimes before too. And I'm just like, I did not need to know your teacher did that to you. Why are we, how am I supposed to transition to, so you try to bang? Like, but yeah, he had a, he, he like the baby side of his Aries came out. He became a very sad little boy. And then I'm a cancer. And my like mom side came out being like, oh, I'm sorry. Thank you very much for sharing your disappointed story. Oh yeah. Also, I don't know if he had any shoes. That's the other thing. What? Because we met on a nude beach. He was naked. No shoes. Then when he pulled up to the hotel, he's riding a little moped. No shoes. But a lot of people weren't wearing shoes, riding motorcycles. And then he left. No shoes. Sandals? Nothing. Barefoot? Yeah. Clean? Yeah. Wow. But when he rode away, when he rode away into the, you know, after going through all his trauma... When he rode away, I was like, I wonder if he has shoes. <laughs> so with that being said, when did you, at what age, when did you realize your sexual identity? When did you realize that you were sexually attracted to uh, men? Okay, this is a very interesting story. So growing up, actually, for most of my like youth, and and like up up until I would say okay, so I figured it out in college, but it's kind of the inverse of how most people figure out their sexuality. Yeah. So I was always attracted to boys and girls growing up, always attracted to both. Interesting. Always thought both were. Always knew that I should not openly talk about being attracted to girls. Right. But like deep, deep, deep crushes that like would make me go crazy. Like I'd say one of the first people I ever like fell in love with was a was a friend, like a female friend. Like I loved her so deeply. I just wanted to be with her. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And uh and then even actually as a kid, like, you know, I was I'm an eighties baby too. I'm sorry, not to say that you're an eighties baby. I don't wanna um, put you in any category, but I'm an eighties baby. And uh you We're know, millennials. It was so so it was so like gender was also so 
finite. So that yeah. caused a lot of confusion. My sister and I were definitely not super feminine. I mean, I'm still not super feminine. This is this is a men's sweatshirt. Yeah. You know, like I I've I was always somebody who felt comfortable. I was always like a tomboy. I was always like right. the only girl at the boys' birthday parties. Like right. Uh, so in terms of, and I'm still very much like that, but anyway, in terms of identity, I always growing up thought, oh yeah, I'm just attracted to both sexes. Right. So then when I went to college and I tried to start dating women, that's when I was like, maybe, maybe not so much. Uh, cause it's trying to date women is tough. Yeah. What was the, when was the first time you were cognizant of what sex was? Um, I have a memory for some reason I was in a hospital waiting room. And there was a soap on and there was there was a couple doing something in bed. And then the woman, she, somebody was cheating. This actually is so much of who I am as a person. Somebody was cheating and the woman hid under the bed and the guy let whatever his wife in. And then they ended up, she was like under the bed, but then they were having sex over the bed. But I remember being like, oh, something about that looks like a good ass time, uh, including the cheating, which would make sense because I've been the other woman quite a bit in my life. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> I first started really being like the dirty old man that I am now around like nine is when I first started really getting like horny. And then it was, this is the death of innocence for me. This is what happened. My stepdad told me I couldn't be an astronaut. What a hater. Uh, then I fell into a depression and I started doing poorly in school cause I couldn't be an astronaut. What the fuck's the point? Right. Right. Uh, I mean, this was the eighties, Sally Ride and all that shit. I want to be a fucking astronaut. Yeah. I mean, Anyway, so then I started, um, then Jim Henson died. I was a big Muppets fan. That broke my fucking heart. Jim Henson died was a death, was like official death. Then Pee Wee Herman got caught jerking off. And then, I, these are all the things that started to like formate who I, it's my origin story. Um, and then that was also like another death of innocence. Then I somehow started just watching Playboy at night. But I remember seeing the women, Playboy in the 80s, just women walking around. There was a, I was like always watching, yeah. waiting for sex. So I would watch it like at some point someone's going to fuck. Like where's where's the sex, right? Yeah. And it just left me with blue balls for years. Like I would, I would sneak down. I don't know why no one knew I was in bed. Where were my parents? But I would sneak down with the TV like on the lowest setting yeah. and just look for sex. But they'd just be like skinny white blondes like walking around with a hose Washing a car. Remember HBO's After Hour, uh, After Dark. Oh well, yes. Well, that was that's that's what things got HBO much After Dark. Yes, no, that was great. But I was yeah. like, well, I'm like Playboy, Playboy. You know, it's gonna be sex. Yeah, Playboy. And then I saw. Then one day there was a woman uh, masturbating in a bathtub, and then I was like, that looks like a good time. And then the next day, that's how I started jerking off. So uh, I put all that time in. It was worth the sacrifice. <laughs> Uh, years, years of waiting. And then I just started jerking off all the time uh, when I was 12. If I was a boy, they would have, they would have known what the fuck was up. But since I was a girl, I would like leave the bathroom and my stepdad would be like, you're always hobbling around like an old woman. I'm like, I'm exhausted. I've been laying on my back with my feet in the air with a poor water stream running on my clit for hours or like an hour, 45 minutes. I'm like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm fucking worn out i've been coming in the bathtub jesus yeah I'm hobbling around i'm having powerful orgasms at 12 years old i'm done thank you very much <laughs>
Uh, Christiana Jackson, I love you so much. We are going to move to the final portion of O Oscar, and that is the Gady HD Wheel of Q&A. So you are going to spin and answer some questions. Oh my gosh, okay. Give it a spins. This is so cute. Okay, girl, spin it harder. Oh, oh my God. I want one of these for my house. Number nine. Okay. Uh, if you could move to any state, Ooh. what would it be? State in mm-hmm. the States? Yep. Puerto Rico. There we go. Loophole. What? <laughs> Commonwealth loophole. I moved to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rican men are my favorite lovers. They can eat some more pussy, but dick-wise, they've made me come the most. <laughs> love a Puerto Rican man. I love you they so much. They got the stats. They got the stats. Uh, spin it again. Oh, my God. Oscar, I have to have one of these in my house. Oh, my God. Isn't it fabulous? Yes, it's so fun. All right. Number one. Okay. If you could be any animal, what animal would you be? Oh, I, I'd be a lion. I call my pussy La Leona, the lioness. That's who I would be. She devours men. Uh, she, yeah, yeah, I'd be a fucking lion. What? I'd either be a lion or an otter. I do love otters. But what I had, an odd <laughs> comparison. They're so fun. Oh, that's true. They're so fun. I've always loved. I remember, like, one. I remember going to a zoo in like kindergarten. Yeah. And I loved otters very deeply. Um, they're so fun, but I don't know what their sex life is like. So probably not the best. Yeah. I feel like you're more of a lioness. La Leona. La Leona. Christiana, I love you so much. Where can people find you? People can find me on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Incomparable MSC. I'll at some point get on Spell TikTok. It same way as it sounds. Yes. Uh, I-N-C-O-M-P-A-R-A-B-L-E-M-S-C. I love you so much. I love you, Oscar. Thank you so much for coming on, oh, Oscar. Make sure you check out Christiana Jackson on Instagram. Give her a follow. And I, uh, you know, Christiana... I'm so glad that we met because you have always been a supporter and I'm always going to be a supporter in your oh end. My God. Oscar, we're OGs. That's what we're I was thinking. OGs. Like, I'm like, Oscar and I have been in the game and known each other for so long. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where you're like, oh my God, I see, whenever I see Oscar, I'm like, Oscar, we're still both out here and we're still both being funny and just fucking sharing our, our talents with the world. We are. Thank you everyone for listening. I really appreciate you. Um, I love my audience. They're so much fun. Tell your friends. Have them subscribe. I love everyone. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye.